but it's very catchy and uplifting. Uh, and I think I told you this the other day, either, uh, either, either Yacht Rock is the Ted Lasso of music or vice versa. Holy fuck. He just stole that joke from me, everyone. Girl, I made the joke. No, dude, I sat here and I said to you. Oh my God, you're such a liar. Oh my God, Mark. All right, you guys have listened to the podcast. Who do you think came up with the joke? No. (laughs) I made that joke. I can't believe you stole my joke. First of all, you steal my jokes all the time. Holy shit. Oh my God. I think I came up with that. No, Mark, I was sitting right here. You were making breakfast. No, girl, I I shouted at you from No, I shouted at you from here. I was sitting here and I said to you, Mark, Mark, hold on. Fuck. No, I'm going to continue and have this fight with you. Uh, you were making the breakfast. Right. I was I'm sitting right here. Away in the kitchen. And I said to you, you know what, Mark? I'm beginning to think that Yacht Rock is the Ted Lasso. No, of I music. said no. Oh my God, you are so, such oh a liar. No, we have proof. We're going go back, back on to the, the security camera. Go back camera. to the security camera. Yeah, Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gen X Temporaneous. That's right, we have rebranded. Same show same premise we're just leaning into the fact that everything we talk about we kind of bring a gen x vibe to and a lot of the stuff that we talk about is gen x related if you don't know this is a podcast where i come up with an idea i do some research i grab a bottle of wine i bring everything to mark and he pontificates today's episode is all about yacht rock which is a really nice jumping off point for us to launch our new gen extemporaneous brand yacht rock was what we would have called like easy listening back in the day or adult oriented rock and we're going to talk a little bit about what is yacht rock our favorite yacht rock songs we're going to look into a little bit of the philosophy behind yacht rock what what is why was yacht rock popular during the time that it was popular and we hope that you will weigh in on facebook and tell us what your favorite yacht rock songs were or are hi mark snedeker Hello, Christina Gen X. Holy shit, that was a long introduction. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Try being on my end. I know, my God, it's so hard for you not to say anything. I know, well. <laughs> it really, honestly, it, from the very first episode and has continued through today, when you do the introduction, it really sounds like I don't do shit on this podcast. It's well, like, that's not I true. do the research, I come up with the idea, I bring the wine, which by the way, I, Mostly, I'm bringing the wine. No, well, that one was mine, and we're not actually today drinking. Everyone, we 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 recorded Speak most for of it. yourself. We recorded the, most the, of the. Well, I don't the have a glass is of wine. Early. I don't have a glass of wine in front of me. Swig right out of the bottle here. It's cold. It's oh, it's warm and flat. Well, and <laughs> and alcoholic. I mean, ooh. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, so it really sounds like I do almost nothing, and that's not which true. Which is not untrue. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not true. Mark has a lot of pressure on him to be funny. So, And I respond to it by sometimes being funny. And let's just right off the bat get this out of the way. Oh, where you tried to steal my joke? No. <laughs> everyone, the outtake that you heard at the beginning, the cold open, Mark's statement is false, everyone. He stole my joke. I stole it? You stole my joke. Oh, I thought you said stole. I'm like, what are we, five? I, mean, I might have said stole. <laughs> I, you stole. Let's go back and listen to that. You stole Shall my we? You stole yeah. my. So unfortunately, in addition to the very high-tech recording, sound recording machines we have here in the studio, <laughs> I also have a couple of security cameras in my house. So we did go back and check who said what when. And... I love my lady is the city. 
How does sex even work then? You can't fuck the ocean. I don't know, I feel like Yacht Rock is the Ted Lasso of music. Oh, there you go. I like that. It's like, you know, it's pos- generally positive, upbeat, easy to easy going down, you know? It's smooth. Or, rather, is Ted Lasso the Yacht Rock of television? Shockingly, in the most unlikely of uh, surprise endings, looks like Christina actually did make that joke first. I or did. that comparison first. Okay, Mark... Quick hot take on Yacht Rock. Give me give me a hot take. All right. So Yacht Rock, and uh, while you called it, what'd you call it? Um, Adult-oriented rock. Yeah, like adult contemporary yeah. is a, a phrase. I would mm-hmm. always I always thought of it as soft rock, right? Uh-huh. But it's really a very particular genre that was really retconned into existence, like just kind of invented as a category back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Basically brand, and they noticed that these artists tend to converge in a certain style and uh, perspective, and they tended to make album covers where there's a guy staring out to sea from the deck of a boat. <laughs> so not very original, but I think I kind of rediscovered this genre because obviously I was familiar with it growing up. It was it's what are the years again, Christina? So it, it it's here it's again. Loose. It's it's loose and and it's, it's like all musical genres. It's it not is. Exact. It is. So it's like seventy. Some say like seventy four to eighty four. Some say seventy five to eighty two. Doesn't matter. But I was I, I, I was say, alive and aware of music during all of that. I would right? say like seventy four to eighty four. Right. Okay. Give it a ten year, just yeah. arbitrary ten year. Fair. This genre existed alongside like disco, mm-hmm. right? And uh, like what we would call hard rock or rock and roll, whatever, with Zeppelin. Like and more acidy rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of rediscovered it when I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy because, of course, the main character, Star Lord, uh, has a mixtape that his mom made him uh-huh. that are all 70s soft rock. And I would say even his is not really. Mostly yacht rock, but just that 70s kind of pop soft rock, right? Uh-huh. And, um, but I've always liked Steely Dan for reasons we'll discuss later. Uh-huh. And Fleetwood Mac and, you know, uh, Doobie Brothers, love Doobie Brothers. Uh, the, their guest appearance on What's Happening was always one of my favorite <laughs> uh, TV moments <laughs> where Rerun sneaks in and tries to bootleg tape their, uh, their concert under threat of some. Uh, cassette tape gangsters of some sort. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he had the same cassette recorder I did. I remember that. Like that, you know, the one you remember where you had to push down play and record. Play at the and same record, yes. To record. Yes, I have I that same I can't imagine one. the sound quality of this Can cassette it- player inside of his jacket against his sweaty... Uh, beefy form was really excellent, but whatever. Well, I have to say, I was just thinking about it because, of course, I've been doing some research and I've I've been listening to some documentaries and and reading articles and uh, to the person they all talk about in the day having the cassette tape and taping your song that came on the the radio for the longest time. I just had the external tape recorder that I it would come on and I would set it next to the stereo yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd record you didn't it have that a way. Built in cassette recorder. I, eventually, I did. Yeah, but but. At first, it was just that. It yeah. was just that little black cassette. And then I. And you would wait. Recorder. You'd be listening to Casey Kasem. He'd be like, kind of giving you a hint of what's coming up. You're yeah. Like, 
I think this is it. And then you would have some false This is it. <laughs> Make no mistake where you are. See? There this you is are. it. There the waiting go. is over. You're like, you're goddamn right. I'm recording right now. My <laughs> waiting is over. Sometimes there were false starts, but eventually yeah. you would always get. And or it, the motherfucking DJ would talk over the beginning oh, of the, the song. And you're like, oh, what am I going to do with that? I mean. So, so this is that era, right? Yeah, I it mean, is. And I remember these songs very clearly. They do evoke a vibe. They do. I I remember very clearly when I was reading the Lord of the Rings for the first time yes. and like laying down on my on my on the couch in our living room and I, and the radio was on and yeah. it often was and I remember a lot of Christopher Cross songs <laughs> playing at the time and I incorporated some of them into the soundtrack uh-huh. of this book that I was reading. Yeah. So like uh you know Ride Like the Wind I'm like yeah Gandalf on Shadowfax you know, tearing across uh, the lands of Rohan, trying to uh, get to the battle on time. And, oh yeah, sailing. You know, sure, uh, Frodo's done with his adventures, and he's heading off to the uh, Undying Lands <laughs> of Valinor. And uh, so that's, I mean, and just uh, now that's very strongly associated with Lord of the Rings for me. In fact, I found myself while watching the movie wishing that Peter Jackson had maybe incorporated a little Chris- Christopher Cross into his soundtrack. But no, he went all instrumental. You mentioned Yacht Rock, the series that coined the phrase. So this was in 2005. Right. There were a group of creators. Their names are J.D. Reisner, Steve Huey, Hunter Stare, and David Lyons. By the way, J.D. Reisner sounds like somebody spelling their name backwards. (laughs) <laughs> I know it really is. It's a lot, and I'm I don't. Like, is that your real I'm name? I'm not sure JD if it's Reisner or Reisner or Risner. It, it just sounds like it's spelled backwards. So, um, what they did is it, it was kind of a pejorative. It was a mockumentary, yes. and it was, and you know, at the same time that they were kind of playing playing all the songs and like t- talking in in a, a satirical way about how these songs kind of came to be right well it was yeah it was a an irreverent take on something that they clearly value and love right i mean they these guys have kind of made a career out of talking about yacht rock well I mean, now now they certainly yeah. well at least they did in in 2005 now yeah. they so it was a little bit negative so they've got they or well not negative well, they're poking but fun they're poking fun but in a in a loving way I and now so. subsequently and you're not wrong they do have a podcast beyond yacht rock and yacht or nyacht where what? they determine oh, whether or not is it a yacht rock song, song like or that. is that okay. yacht or nyacht? I don't know how you do that podcast without <laughs> violating all kinds of, <laughs> of copyright infringement, but good, good on them. Well, we'll try. Um, so, and it's arbitrary, and I think that a lot like of all it, musical it's like, genres are you never, you know, you'd kind of never know. Now, I will tell you, we talked about the dates. We're going to give it 1974 to 1984 because we're arbitrary as fuck as yeah. well. You mentioned most of the the bands that I guess really kind of so there's Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins, right? There's Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald solo, okay, Donald Fagan solo actually, right? right. Um, From Steely Dan, right? Sure. And then you have Climax Blues Band is also considered what? a yacht rock. Is that even America, a band? America bred. I got to um, figure Benny Mardones. You no know, idea who that you fuck do that is. Into the Night. Oh yeah, she was 16 years old. It's wow. such a problematic fucking dude. There's so many. Don't even get me started on underage women in in rock songs. Yeah. So Jackson Brown also falls right, into yeah. the. He's um, by the way still uh, active in the music scene. He's got his own TikTok as well. 
Eagles. Uh, yeah. Okay. Boz Skaggs. Sure, Boz. What? Yeah. Who are we? Said we were talking about this the other day, and we said that there are guys whose names they just scream yacht rock because they have these these names that are. Oh yeah, kinda, like Dan Fogelberg and Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just like, <laughs> don't take me too seriously, guys. I'm but smooth. also, I'm smooth. Okay, and then Olivia Newton-John is, consi- oh, is no, considered. no, she's pop. Yeah, no, Magic is considered a yacht rock. A uh, yacht rock maybe. But in general, she's pop. The Dirt Band. Yes. Dr. Hook. Oh, yeah. I love Dr. Hook. Dr. Hook. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Uh, Spending the night together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, and then uh, uh-huh. here's England Dan. England Dan, yeah. And John Ford Coley. So, like, these are the bands. And, and some people say that Fleetwood Mac is in. Some people say they're not. Um, I think on Yacht or Nyacht, they Fleetwood Mac scored low as really? a- yeah. Because like some of their stuff is, I mean, they're also like real rock, right? Like rock rock. Yeah. Okay. Um, key defining rules for whether or not it's yacht, oh, yeah. yacht rock. Are you ready? This. Yeah. Keep it smooth. Yeah. Ha- that's the one <laughs> oh, lesson we learned. Keep it smooth. And that is the thing, that is the refrain in the in the YouTube show Yacht Rock is, or well, the, in the J.D. Reisner's show Yacht Rock, which is now available, all 12 episodes on YouTube. So you should check it out if you want a good laugh. So even though, even if it grooves, it's, it's got to be smooth. Got to be smooth, even if you have a groove. Even if there's a groove. Okay, Um, there's an emphasis on melody instead of on the beat. The emotions need to be light, even right. if the sentiment is sad. Right, so, so you can talk about losing your love, well, usually your lady or yeah, your lover. Yeah, oh, right. Little River Band too. I think would oh, be. Oh, Toto. We we didn't mention Toto, but yeah, Toto. Toto is prominent in the yacht yeah. rock scene. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So even if you're talking about losing your lady, you know, you have to do it smoothly. <laughs> it has to be smooth. It's like not too much. Now, with James Taylor, some... do they include him? I know he's, you hate James Taylor. Uh, he's not, but he he strikes me as someone who definitely would be because you the the mood that yacht rock. It's literally what you would imagine Buffy and Chip yeah. listening to. Oh yeah, as they're sailing off the cape. Right. Yeah, you have to have topsiders on. Yeah, you have to be drinking, you know, a madras or something. <laughs> right. Uh, possibly <laughs> you have the a, very least wearing ma- ma- madras shorts. Exactly. You, know? you have your dog-eared copy of the preppy handbook, handbook? somewhere. Yeah, see, at hand. this is like it's all coming back to the eighties. And, and I am. Wearing seersucker shorts as we're doing this, so this is um, apropos. Because there are some people that will like to try and squeeze like Jimmy Buffett into it, right? And Jimmy Buffett isn't because he's he's not, he's not bougie enough. enough. Yeah, yeah he's, he's too more con- and he's, he's more like country rock, folk, yeah. beach and, music, and yeah. sing along stuff. Yeah. Whereas yacht rock is not necessarily sing along. But it's every m- time we play a yacht rock song. I do sing along. Well, we know the words and they're catchy lyrics, so we yeah. we know them, but this isn't like where you're going to be sitting in a bar. You're not rocking out. Drinking margaritas and eating right. cheeseburgers and then like fist pumping and singing along. This no. is not this is not I'm Jimmy not, Buffett. I'm not getting up and dancing, no. which is well, shocking no. because I'm generally get up and <laughs> well, dance. You no, know, it's too smooth. It is a little huh? too smooth. Like you'd have to have a lady <laughs> or a lover to <laughs> dance with you. <laughs> 
By the way, Christina hates both of those phrases. Ooh, she hates lady. hates being called a lady, even though she's well, definitely a lady. I mean, right? But she doesn't want to be called somebody's lady. I don't want right? to be anybody's lady. She's my lady. Oh, no, no God. she doesn't want that. And even worse, somebody calling somebody their lover. Okay, so the other, the, the, yeah, both of those, and that's why I'm going to just gloss over this <laughs> and say let's not talk about that. Um, so one of the other things is is on top of keeping it smooth, keep it catchy. Got to have it catchy and smooth. Yeah. So if it's, I mean, above all, smooth. Right. Smoothness is a non-negotiable. That's right. That's a deal breaker. It is. Once you leave, once you leave the realm of smooth, you're out of yacht. You're out of yacht. You're off the yacht. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you, you, your permission to yeah, come you aboard bring a is denied. Right. You better bring a lifesaver because you're now man overboard. <laughs> In the world of rock. <laughs> Yes, yes, man, overboard. Okay. Like Peter Cetera? <laughs> like, keep it smooth, Peter, or they will toss you right off the boat. Peter Cetera. He's definitely out right. Yeah, I guess he really is. What about I Air mean, Supply? Yeah, Air Supply, I don't know. I feel like they're maybe more poppy. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think they um, feel, they're not preppy enough. And I, I you know, no. Alan Parsons Project doesn't show up on the list, but I'm putting like it in there. The, in. Fuck, how well, is it not? contact the boys I will. and see why, why they I Maybe they I'll, I'll try and see, I'll see if there's an episode of Yacht or Nyacht yeah, with, see, see with uh, Alan, Alan Parsons, Parsons is on it. Yeah. Okay, um, so those guys who have the, the podcast and who, who started the uh, series Yacht Rock, coining the phrase, um, they have some factors that they feel are relevant to Yacht Rock. Okay. Okay. Lay it on us. High production value. Right. You can't just be, you know, we're not talking about like Jewel sitting on a, on a stool. Wow, that rhymed unintentionally. <laughs> Playing, jangling her guitar, right? And just singing like she's doing an open mic. No, this isn't like an acoustic guitar right, right, right. singer-songwriter no, situation. In fact, Although almost the, no acoustic guitar. No, well, well, no. well, what they say is, is that it has that tradition coming out of the West Coast of like singer-songwriter, mm -hmm. like the folksy stuff. Yeah. So this is where so, some of the introspective lyrics are coming from. But then it just, it ha it's these really like kind of, it pulls from a multiple of di different genres, including disco and jazz right. um, and R&B. Uh, so it kind of gets it a little bit catchier than what it yeah. was, that folksy thing. But that's also why Yacht Rock was originally considered when it contemporaneously, when it was happening, was considered um, like kind of a West Coast thing vibe. Yeah, like a West. That's where a lot of the groups were too, right? I mean, yeah, West Coast sound. Yeah. I mean, there's an actual thing called called West Coast sound. Okay, so I was actually listening to a, a podcast today, and they were talking about the uh, Steely Dan, and they said they're kind of too East Coast. Well, they are they yacht are rock, Coast. but well, they, they are East Coast. They are, I mean, they, but they're they met in college in New York. But so. their vibe is definitely more East Coast, and they said it's really when they get to like Peg, yeah, that they're yacht rocky. Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay, okay, so so I said high production value. They use often elite Los Angeles-based studio musicians and right. producers associated with yacht rock. So you'll see a lot of overlap, particularly. Michael McDonald. He seemed yeah, to have had, and Kenny every, Loggins, he's, yeah, they, they, were, they were like. Either, it, I feel like if you don't have either Loggins or McDonald involved somehow, somehow tangentially with your project, you're not going to make it into Yacht Rock. Yeah. It, okay. But anyway, Toto, obviously, and they're another one where they're, the musicians are, you know, kind of cross-pollinating. Yeah. Uh, jazz and R&B influences the use of electric piano. Yeah. The Moog uh -huh. synthesizer. <laughs> Complex 
and rye lyrics. So they're holding right. on to that singer songwriter Steely, tradition. Steely Dan's lyrics are impenetrable. <laughs> Trust me. Um, lyrics about heartbroken, foolish men, particularly involving the word fool. A world become one of salads and sun. Only a fool would say that. A boy with a plan, a natural man, wearing a white Stetson hat. And then an upbeat rhythm called the Doobie Bounce. The Doobie Bounce. Yes. Now, is that referring to Michael McDonald's group or uh, weed? <laughs> it could be probably yeah. both. I mean... Um, to me, the craziest thing is that this was not a genre while it was being produced. Like, nobody was thinking about it as separate from just regular kind of rock, right? Nobody well, had this... Well, and that's why it's so... It, you know, I think it, in the day and age, it would have been, as I mentioned, it would have been, some of them would have been associated with what was called the West Coast sound. Right. Some of them would have been associated with adult-oriented rock, right? Yeah. Um, we would have said, like, easy listening. Yeah. I, knew, <laughs> I know when I was younger, though, when I was scanning the radio stations that were available in my area, mm -hmm. if it said easy listening or adult contemporary, that was a hard pass, right? Even though these songs are... I like them. I love them all. Mm -hmm. well, I don't love them all. <laughs> Let's get real. But I love a lot of them. One of the things that we should talk about is why it happened in the first place. Sort of what was the what was the origin of it? And then talk about maybe why we are seeing a resurgence of it now. Origins of Yacht Rock. Everything, like a lot of times music, I think, is, is in response to stuff that's going on. Although I think it's easy to over reach on those analyses, right? I yeah. Mean, it's music is a little bit more, you know, less directly reflective of our times. But certainly you can make an argument that, you know, okay, there's a lot of shitty things going on in the 70s, right? Mm -hmm. There was the end of Vietnam. There was, uh, you know, in massive inflation. There was uh, recession. There were gas shortages. Watergate. Watergate. You know, the whole Nixon un debacle. Un unfortunate fashion choices. I mean, and I yeah. would say, I would argue, I mean, just in terms of leadership during the 70s, who did you have? Nixon, Ford, Carter? Yeah. Not super inspirational. Not. Right? You know, I mean, it, it just was kind of a lackluster time for presidents and, yeah. and, a, and, 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 then, and a time of like uncertain leadership and like what the hell is even going on. And, and, and musically, they're reacting, I assume, against the kind of more socially conscious somewhat pretentious songs of the 60s and, and the early 70s. Right? I, I think, and I mean, maybe just there's an exhaustion that sets in. I don't know this for a fact, yeah. but this is this is just my opinion. Maybe there's an, an exhaustion that kind of sets in where you sort of say, I can only have, I can only have so much political conscience right. uh, and then I'm exhausted. And yeah, then the, their and, bandwidth for that gets saturated and then they... Yeah, know, no matter how earnest you are. And that's what I really think it's more is a better explanation. Not that the, you know, global conditions don't factor into it, but I think it's people get tired of what's been current for however long, right? And then they start to look for an alternative and music is musical trends are reactions, right? Yeah. I well, I agree with that, but I do think that this is an escape. I do think oh, yeah, that a no lot doubt. of a lot of the music that that is 
a part of this genre. Yeah. It, it really... Um, there are no Yacht Rock songs about Armageddon. Right? <laughs> no, no. But, you know, I think it's just a way, it's a way to sort of put your fingers in your ears and say, la la, I'm not going to listen to right. all this crap right. that's going on. I'm not going to pay attention to all of the serious stuff in the world, but I am going to escape and I'm going to do it with this kind of smooth yeah. music. And I'm just going to be sailing. And same same with disco, right? Like I think that disco was- that was really was, even more frivolous. Was even more right? frivolous. So That they, was just like, you know, hey- uh, does everybody like funkiness? Because we're going to sing our next 20 songs about funkiness. <laughs> so, hope you guys are into funkiness because that's all we got. There's no, you know, there's no hidden meanings here. There's no poetry. We're just going to get down. Disco is a beautiful thing. I mean, people I wanting to just go out and dance. And and, yeah. and if you think about it, like the late 70s and then... It's it's the time before AIDS, so yeah. you know there was still a lot of people are still banging sexual promiscuity, which great as and, I said, and then you know and and so you know going to clubs and and there's just the style of dress and everything else. I think that a lot of it really does point you in the direction of escapism, right? And I and agree. this is this is definitely where it fits in. All right, so Orlovsky. He's an he's a the journalist. He's argued that the resurgence for of yacht rock in this mm -hmm. day and age. I'm gonna make an argument. Uh, okay, but let me just say this. Yeah. He he argues that this is a reaction to like the Trump years. Yeah. So this gives them that comfort that you know smooth feeling <laughs> that they're as long smoothly. As it's smooth, Mark. It, I mean, as long if as it's, it's not smooth, smooth it's not. Send be it away. Got to be smooth. Right. But I would also say that. It's it's seen some resurgence because I mean people are looking for the new nostalgia, right? So mm -hmm. for the for a while now it's been eighties like MTV generation music, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like they might be casting back a little bit. You would have thought that, oh no, they're just gonna progress onto nineties and there's gonna be a grunge revival, right? Mm -hmm. Well, not so much, I don't think. I think that this is uh kind of the new not new, but kind of the next wave of nostalgia mm -hmm. and I would uh, I would say that I don't know always know the artist but I always know the song right I mean I can sing the stupid song even if I don't know that you know who who sang it because they were a one-hit wonder for whatever reason right now one-hit wonders in the 80s I know those yeah but in the 70s there were a lot of them like they were just you know it was singles driven right they would just make singles and, and go away but yacht rock I think to be truly yacht rock, it has to be a little bit more album based, right? Yeah. A little more musical, a little more. Well, these are talented. Deep. Yeah, these are yeah. talented musicians. I mean, these are talented musicians. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap between the bands. So they right. guest on each other's music. They help. Yeah. They co-write songs and things like that. It's what I was saying before. Although I'm not a huge fan of jazz, I do get the jazz that's happening. I under I can hear it yeah. in in these songs. Right. And jazz it's, influences. It's smoothed out. It is smooth. It's smoothed out that's a right. lot so that I can really like it. I'm right. not someone who's going to sit down and, and everyone free form jazz please. exploration. I know that Miles Davis is a great genius. He. I, I recognize it. I'm glad that other people can really sit down and groove on it and yeah. enjoy it. Not me, Not but you. if if you give me some jazz in a more palatable palatable form, form right. I'm here for it, and that's so what it's this jazz pablum. So it is jazz <laughs> pablum, and what's interesting to me is that um, this music was very fundamental. As much as I would say again, and I started saying this before, as much as I would be, you know, 
obviously somebody very into 80s. Look, we're not giving up on the new, 80s. New wave and all of that. Duran Duran still lives in our hearts. No, but but I was, you know, I was listening to the radio. I would have been sure. six, seven years old when when Yacht Rock was really becoming a thing. Yeah. So I was riding in cars with people who were playing that kind of music, my, you know, and so I would hear that music. So it was a part of my consciousness. And certainly in the early 80s, you know, I'm 10, 11, 12. Right then is where you're really starting to get into you getting your own records and things like that. And I that was I listened to all of that stuff. So, I mean, in a sense, the memories come along, right? <laughs> Older times we're missing spending the hours reminiscing. Is this the <laughs> it is. It's reminiscing by the Little River Band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so it is. But listen to how listen to how introspective that is, right? And it's yeah. just we. It's just me, me and one other person. There's no gang, gang, you know, in in yacht rock songs. No, I mean, you, if you if can you, find me a yacht rock song with more than five people, bring it. If you actually, but see what it is is it's relatable though. Of course. So their introspection is relatable to other people. And I think that then, you know, you can really situate yourself in the tune, in the story of the tune. Absolutely. And it's all, and a lot of it is very heavily story driven. Um, there's, there's, it's interesting narrative in the songs, but, and where I am typically someone who is a hundred percent about lyrics yeah. in the case of Yacht Rock. You just kind of like let them wash over you. I, I'm not, I haven't really paid that close of attention to the lyrics. I, I, I now have because I wanted us to talk about yeah. some of the, well, the I lyrics. I said to myself, but- when we're old, we'll go dancing in the dark, <laughs> walking through the park and reminiscing. Don't you feel like that's our, kind of our vibe right now? <laughs> I think it is, and I think it typifies everything. <laughs> I think we might about just what, be getting old. I think that's why just, we're like we're that's like, rock, what yacht rock. Gen extemporaneous is all about. Okay, now it's music that everyone. It's not offensive. You're right. not gonna hear a yacht rock song and go, oh, oh my god, that's the, offensive. Yeah, it's like, not. Oh, it's these just, kids it's with their easy, rock roll music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easy to listen. Well, it's easy to listen to. I it mean, is. everything that it is. Um, I feel like when yacht rock was being born, they felt there. Somebody just said. You know what? It's time for a cool change. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just smooth things out. And it's time for a cool change. I, do you feel like do, it might have been do, Michael do. McDonald? It might have been. He was like, hey guys, I would like to slow things down and make it smooth. <laughs> so I think that there's also there's kind of a catering to women in this music. It's oh good, that's our demographic. I, I was reading some critique of, of yacht rock, and they talked about how women were a viable demographic and were buying things and and yeah. had had like, money hey, to we spend. Need some, we need some uh, music for the ladies. For the, and of course, my lover my, would like the, to buy a record album, please. <laughs> I need to buy a record album for my ew. lover. Oh, and her double knit. <laughs> She's a lady. Pantsuit. Yes. Oh, ew, God. Ugh. Dressed like Carol Brady. 
Jesus, with a terrible shag haircut. Yes, and of Oh, God. All right. But also to sensitive men. So men right. who, for really maybe the first time, are able to kind of tap into their senses, such as they did. I now, mean, now to, the <laughs> to the extent that, that men did tap into their, their sensitive side, this music appeal to that as well. So it's covering kind of an interesting demographic of people. So I consulted an expert. Uh, a long-term on, on, band member. Yes, yeah, the the uh, lead guitarist and vocalist for The Kind. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been uh, active in the uh, regional music scene there for 30 years or longer, possibly. And here was what he said uh, about Yacht Rock. He said, it's like rock, but with fewer testicles. And I think that really sums up a, a little bit of what you said, right? Because it's definitely not testosterone-y. No, it's not. This is, you know, that that's where you were, you you, you wanted a bunch of testosterone. You were going right for like Robert yeah. Plant. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Well, or you'd wait for Kenny Loggins to make his transition and then you're <laughs> going into the danger zone. And then you're in the danger, <laughs> right away you're in the danger zone. Um. Okay, so, so yes, I agree with that assessment. Thank you very much to this specialist in the field. Yes, for the expert. Providing us with this this quote, um, okay. So this is that's the socio political right. side of things. So the roots of yacht rock, though, can't. I think there's some good argument that it's you know it's this West Coast vibe. Yeah. Um, people su- su- suggest that it really has its roots with the Beach Boys. All right. I mean, that's definitely West Coast. Definitely, you know, harmonies and it's melodic and. Certainly not overly complicated from a philosophical standpoint, right? They're talking about hanging they're out ladies, with their girls. but they call them girls because well, they were young, they were, <laughs> at least then. Um, interestingly enough, one of one of the yacht rock, I I really believe this is a yacht rock group. Yeah. You, I think, might take issue with me because you think they're a little silly. But Captain and Tennille, they're not. Oh my God, they're not. No, I they definitely. If I was if I was on my yacht drinking a madras. Or, you know, Fuzzy Naval or whatever, I would not be busting out Captain and Tennille for my, or nor would I bust out Neil Sadaka. Well, let me just I tell know. you, I let know. me just tell you, Captain and Tennille were members of the Beach Boys live band. Right. They are considered to be the, the ones who have the Yacht Rock's first best record Grammy, mm. which they won in 1975 for Love Will Keep Us Together. And, and it was a song that uh, composer Neil Sedaka acknowledged was inspired by a Beach Boy riff. By the way, did you ever watch their TV show back in the day? Yes, of course. The yeah, of course. <laughs> Daryl Dragon. <laughs> I know, and he had a, he wore a yacht. Hat. He did. That, now, he that's had the a only. Cap. That's the only argument in favor that I can see. You have. Uh, so I'm going to read. I'm quoting here. Says the Beach Boys recording of Sloop John B in 1966 oh, yeah, as the origin of Yacht Rock's predilection for the sailors and beachgoers aesthetic that was lifted by 
everyone yeah. from Christopher Cross to Eric Carmen, from Buffalo Springfield folksers like Jim Messina to Philly sound rockers like Hall and Oates. Let's talk about yacht rock songs that we like, our fave right. yacht rock okay. songs. So what would give me one of your first right. songs? So my first yacht rock song is from Steely Dan, who I believe is one of the really pillars of yacht rock, mm-hmm. right? They have a lot of musical credibility and their songs are bewildering. Right. <laughs> Nobody ever understands a Steely Dan song. <laughs> I challenge you to listen to a Steely Dan song and say, Oh yeah, he's talking about, you know, whatever. And well, maybe it's just very prosaic. Yeah, maybe he's talking be. about what he's talking about. So uh G- hit me with a lyric. Do you have a favorite lyric? Uh of course I do. This is from my old school. And of course, I went oh. to, for those who don't know, I went to William and Mary in the early 80s. And it's just that phenomenon whenever a band says, like, your hometown or a road that is, runs past your hometown <laughs> or where you went to school, you're just like, woo, Springfield, right? Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, we would go nuts whenever we hear that line, even though. They're not complimenting William & Mary, right? They're saying, oh, no, it's not quite good enough. <laughs> so we're like, oh, no, this education that we dedicated for to possibly five years of our lives and tens of thousands of dollars to is not sufficient. <laughs> okay. I love Steely Dan. So now here's the thing about Steely Dan. Steely Dan is one of those bands. And here's, I guess maybe this is the thing about Yacht Rock, too. I know the songs. I don't necessarily know the bands. Right. Now, that's probably, that could just be me. It, it, yeah. And it could just be because of the way that I, I I sort of consumed this music in the 80s, the 70s and 80s, is it was just songs on the radio and I wasn't really paying attention to the album. I was just listening to whatever was coming on the radio. Right. And I wasn't I and, wasn't. And I did the same thing. So at the time that Yacht Rock. Yeah, but Rock, you can sing these songs. I've been with you. Yeah, and you know all the words to these songs. I know. I don't even, I don't, I just know the music. This is yeah. what's so bizarre. Like you can bop along with it, but you're not sitting there karaoke. No. Oh, and this is one of those there's things no, that's funny. There's because no yacht rock karaoke because for you. you know that I am very invested in lyrics. You are, but in the case of yacht rock, I don't care. I just like the tune. A lot of times, it has to do with the music. Um, I'll give you an example, and we'll go to one of my favorites: is Baker Street by Jerry yeah, Rafferty. Right. That, that which to me sounds mm, more mm, like mm, smooth mm, jazz. Well, but still like a Herb rock. Alpert's Rise. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it. And I always get those confused too. Look, I get a lot of things confused. I'm realizing. But it has that kind of iconic. Yeah. It to me that riff is very, and I don't even know what you call it a riff, but that that part of the song is so 
It's very evocative. It makes me feel like it's nighttime and I'm driving through a city and it's a little bit seedy because it's probably the 70s and the early 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 like it's just very moody see, and it reminds me a lot of like Miami Vice. See, it evokes a completely different image for me. Does it? What does it evoke okay. for you? <laughs> Baker Street for me seems like nightclub, uh-huh, smoky tables. Yeah. You know, maybe somebody's wearing a beret. <laughs> yeah, see, no, see, Baker Street for me is like driving through the mean streets. Yeah. And wow. I and that music is playing. And yeah, I can like, see Miami Vice and, for that. And like a Miami like Vice if, vibe. Honestly, yeah. if Miami Vice did not incorporate that into their soundtrack, they missed out. Well, the Eagles, they had the Eagles, and that has to be kind of Yacht Rocky. The Eagles oh, must Eagles be. Definitely, definitely Yacht Rocky. Well, a lot of their songs are, at least. I mean, yeah, uh, not all California, of them. California. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but anyway, back to Steely Dan. I think this is important. Okay. You know where they got their name? No. So there's a novel by William Burroughs called Naked Lunch, and there's a uh, a dildo called Steely Dan. <laughs> 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 that's where they, like there's a somehow he named a dildo Steely oh Dan. Oh my god! And that's where they got their wow. Their, not their music. I mean, I mean see, Stillwater's run deep, right? Because you wouldn't think it would be a now, sexy reference. You think Stillwater from Almost, Almost Famous, Famous is Yacht Rock? <laughs> no, that's more like Led they're, Zeppelin. They're like, they're yeah, they're, like well, they're not Led Zeppelin. They're more like Credence or something like that. Mm, well, in, in, in as a matter of fact, Led Zeppelin oh, they said, was yeah, they one were, of the, inspirations. the inspirations. But musically, I thought, felt like they were more... Mm, maybe. Whatever. Yeah, could be. Well, we could fight about it later. I mean, the, the, why don't you steal another joke? I mean, why aren't you still much? <laughs> All right, so my lyric from Baker Street. Yeah. Now, so this is something. So there are no lyrics in Baker Street. There are. Oh, that's right. There are. So these are the lyrics that I think is is really interesting. This city doesn't make you feel so cold. It's got so many people, but it's got no soul, and it's taking you so long to find out you were What that's saying to me again, introspective, it's it's like existentialism in that he is talking about being in a place, right? This deserts of a city. Right. And then but also so it's like urban, but also the loneliness in and the also, urban. You know, possibly some of the horses don't have monikers. Is that possible? <laughs> like we don't know what to even call them other than horse. <laughs> hey horse. Uh, but, yeah, that's me. But um, it's just it's it's really about like self awareness coming to a certain self awareness, and I and I think that that is much deeper than I would have ever given it credit for because all I ever cared about was that great music. That right. music exactly. was so the moving. And, but then know. when you add in the layer of the the lyrics, it really is it's it's actually saying something, and I think it is to do with just sort of. But it's not saying too much. Not- it doesn't want to say too much. It doesn't want to go. <laughs> You know, it doesn't get too preachy or poli- uh, political. No, at no, all. it's a very right. personal experience, right? right? It, like he's, it, it's relatable. We're turning inward, it is turning inward and sharing your inward reflections, and then because the outward world is such a piece of shit, and then everybody can relate to it. And I think that relatability is so important. That also may be a reason. Actually, let me let me go back to this. It's just coming to me, this idea. Oh, is it, are you stealing this from me right now? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Am I already thinking this? And you're like, oh, no. maybe I'll just preempt his idea God here. Damn it, I can't believe you stole my Ted Lasso joke. That was going to be for me. Mm. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> That's my joke. But what it's saying to me is that there's, um, today, in a similar way, people might want to, people want to be 
uh, connected with with people that they can relate to. Sure, because I relatability mean, first of all, is we're a struggling huge thing. right now to you know maintain personal relationships because of the COVID, right? And you know we just lived through the Trump years, which were not the kindest of all years, right? All right, so now let's here's let's talk about this. Are these makeout songs? I don't think so. First I mean, of all, my is there old anything school, really my old school, about these? now they're relationshipy, right? Yeah, and they're. Full of feels. And they're smooth. They are. They're always smooth. If they're not smooth, get them the fuck out. <laughs> right. But like my old school, that's not a make out song. That's tell, that's some guy, some girl telling him that he's just not good enough for yeah. him. At least I think that's what they're trying to say. Baker Street might be. Baker Street. Yeah. You like could. if you're mashing in the car. See here again. What for the whatever Baker reason, lyrics? like Baker Street to me is so much what are you like doing with this in the song? car. It's like in the car. See, you so must have, have a to... specific memory that this is tied to. I link Baker Street and Sunset Grill together. There's something that whiny guitar thing. Maybe that's uh, what kinda, it is. Yeah. That 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 I I linked. Together. It's languid, I think. So, yeah. Did you say it's languid? It is languid. Okay, and you. so I, so that's why. But I feel like for me, again, Baker Street is like related to nighttime and cars and cities and skyline. I feel like if you went back, and I don't, I don't know this for but sure, it, but it if you went back a, to Baker Street and read those lyrics, I'm not sure you'd think they were very make outy. I, no, well, I no because they're very introspective and they're about like yeah. longing pain and like right. recognition that things yeah. aren't as you, they, well, well, maybe seem, that's the best time to make maybe out. Maybe that is the time to make out. And so to me, can they, I just say something? Could. And this is not a judgment on you in any way. Oh my God. <laughs> but whenever you tell stories about from your youth, which are always fascinating, right? <laughs> you always talk about boyfriends. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how many? How, see, and you, you, you were objecting when I said that you were like a lawnmower. Oh, no. Oh, no. When I was younger, you had oh, no. so many boyfriends. Oh no, hundred percent. Like, in fact, I don't think you've ever told a story <laughs> from your youth about that involved a boy that wasn't like, yeah, we kind of fooled around. Or, yeah, he was my boyfriend, or but yeah, he, he wanted guy, to get with me. I had or a whatever. crush on him. No, yeah. I hundred percent. You were boy crazy. Let me say that I had a good run of things in my in I'm my sure younger days. You did. In and my again, younger days, no judgment. I had I'm a, just observing. But I mean, the, the, now, but do, that does not do carry find, over until today. Do you find today. the phrase? Boy crazy, like is that patriarchal or anything? No, I feel like that's a hundred percent accurate about. So you're me. boy crazy. I was. I was always very, very motivated Focused by, by the boys, by I the really, lads. I like the boys. What can yeah. I tell you? I like them. I they're the lovely lads. I really do like boys yeah. I, <laughs> and men. I mean, I do. You're well, just, I mean, hold just, on. She's just swimming in them. <laughs> but um, well, again, she likes them, but she also destroys them. She's a man eater. No, that's not accurate. I, <laughs> I know, but that's a yacht fatale, rock song that actually. I just. Actually, could I could that's I That's a yacht rock like, song lyric that I just worked into our our. I bit know, but I'd rather be lost. I'd rather Lou Reed than Holland Notes. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Are you going to take a walk on the wild side? I mean, I mean, <laughs> sounds like you already have. Do do do. Do, 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 do. Don't sing the lyrics. I was going to say, Don't is that problematic? Am I allowed lyrics? to sing that? No, you are not allowed to sing those lyrics. Wow. <laughs> All right. So now here we are. My second choice. Yeah. This one. Lay it on I me. told you that you'd get a chance to talk about it. Oh, my God. It is Escape by Rupert Holmes, <laughs> so also first... known as the Pina Colada song. So funny. First funny, funny story. When I was in college, my roommate, uh, Jack, was a huge, huge, like, Parrot head before that, I think they even called them parrot heads, right? Mm -hmm. We had, he, it was his stereo that we used it was when we were living in the fraternity house. Mm -hmm. Shout out SAE, what's up? <laughs> All right. So we're living in the fraternity. It was his stereo. I think we had two CDs that we ever played. Mm -hmm. Best of Jimmy, Bu like Jimmy Buffett, Cheeseburger in Paradise, or whatever the name of the album was, mm -hmm. and Bob Marley Legend. That's mm -hmm. all we ever listened to. Mm -hmm. So he's this huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Mm -hmm. And we used to always tease him 
by telling him <laughs> that, that the Pina Colada song was by Jimmy Buffett because, you know, the uh-huh. uh, Margaritaville song. Uh-huh. So, and he was like, that's Rupert, man. <laughs> I would never have known who Rupert Holmes was if it wasn't for us making fun of Jack. He's like, that's Rupert. <laughs> okay. So now, in the same way that I talk about boys from my yeah. past, you also center most of your stories about boys in your past. Yeah, well, make of that (laughs) what you will. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say anything, but the frat life was obviously... I mean, look, they're experimental times. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a girl story, right? That's always the girl thing. Like, well, I experimented a little in college. I'm like, you mean you took chemistry class? (laughs) No. That's not what that means at all. there were some girls kissing girls. Did you guys have lab coats on? Were there clipboards involved? (laughs) Like, rate that on a scale of one to ten. Oh, that's like an eight. <laughs> this is a problematic song on many levels. It is. Okay, so this was a song that was written and recorded by British-born American singer Rupert Holmes. And it Not appeared, Jimmy Buffett. And it appeared on his album Partners in Crime as the lead single. Uh-huh. Um, it has a very interesting distinction. It was the last number one song of the 1970s. Wow. Mm-hmm. Whoa. High five, Rupert. And then it went on, it, it took a break. And was it the first number one song of the 80s? Uh-huh. Oh. It took a took a break, and then I think in the week two of the 80s or week three, it then hit again. Oh, wouldn't so that have been exciting it if the it was the 1970s and the 1980s, 80s. number one. So he's one, bridging the decades. Bridging the decades. Rupert. With, the that, with that Musical song. masterpiece. That is correct. It's a, uh, obviously a song that is... Uh, again, sort of like a mopey, kind of sad Well, vibe. yeah, so the guy basically is falling out of love with his girl, with his lady. His lady. He, his own lovely lady. By the way, I don't think anybody got married in the 70s. They just had ladies. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's my old lady. Okay. This is my lady. Yeah. She's my lady. She's Would you my be my lady? lady? Why? Ew. Be my lover, lady. lady. <laughs> so, uh, so Rupert uh, is tired of his lady. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there at night, and apparently personal ads are a thing mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. And he reads this personal ad from this very appealing sounding woman. No, by the way, no Tinder back then, right? Mm-hmm. You have no idea what she looks no. like. And then he, so he responds to this personal ad. He's like, "Yeah, let's hook it up, right? Because it's a '70s lady. Yeah, let's be lovers." <laughs> <laughs> You guys he, need he to see can't. the cringe every he, time I say the word God. lover oh. to Christina. Oh, she's like, so she's like oh, it just it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. So, and then he shows up and, oh, how funny. It's, it's my a, girlfriend okay. trying to cheat on me. And these are the lyrics that I chose from yeah. that. It was my own lovely lady. And she said, oh, it's you. And then we laughed for a moment. And I said, Oh, it's you, said no woman ever discovering no. that her boyfriend was about right. to cheat. Or no boy discovering that his lady's stepping out on <laughs> him, right? Lady. <laughs> then, then we laughed for a moment. It was my own sweet lady and I said, sitting there like a hoe. And I just said, I never She knew. was trying to cheat on me with someone she didn't even know. <laughs> That's the lyrics now. No, and then it <laughs> launches into the do you like pina coladas. Chorus. Okay. Yeah. Now, it wasn't originally going to be Pina Colada. What was it going to be? Humphrey Bogart. What? He was talking about, you know, like classic movies. 
Oh, wow. Sweet, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. so, I prefer a pina colada. Yeah. Um, so that song obviously is problematic, but I can't. But you everybody love it. loves it. Yeah. I, I'm, most people love that song. I, dun, I, I don't dun, think I've ever dun, had it. Dun. That little piano thing, like, ding. Ding, ding, ding. I can remember listening to that on like a transistor radio. That's how oh my gosh. far back in the day. I can remember listening in to my that parents, back on a crystal radio that um, I made from a kit. I would turn that radio on and I'd listen and, and that song was always on the radio. You know so that this makes would me have been, think you know, of? I was nine or that ten years old. That makes me think of um, Groundhog Day. And Sonny and Cher come on the oh, yeah. clock radio. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but it's such a great memory. Step and it gives me... It's, it's, it makes me... He is cheating on me. It makes me... It's makes so me it's good that they have those things in, it's com- a, in common, though. They found out they both love pina coladas and, like, romantic moonlit walks and infidelity. They're not into yoga, though. No. But no, they no do... No yoga, but they'll fuck around on their significant other. In the dunes other. of the Cape. Yeah, they don't care about sand in their britches. Drinking champagne. Right, well... You know, how luxurious. It's a classic. You know, if classic. you're drinking champagne, maybe spring for a hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with uh, At that time, undoubtedly, magic fingers on the bed, you know. Now, oh, of course. And probably- Free the, color TV, it would have said on early, the early, early days of those, like, spa hotels where you go- Oh, you and think you have, so? And you have, like, think they would have had a hot tub? Be- beds oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal home. Oh yeah, that what, that's like tub? up in the Poconos. Uh, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like. Well, we had one in Wisconsin called the Sybaris. I'm pretty sure that's a sex machine. No, that's for a women. Sibian. Whatever. How do you even know that? <laughs> what do you mean? How do I know that? <laughs> I mean, I'm asking you. www.pornhub.com. I feel like that's a fairly serious investment in your sexual gratification, <laughs> isn't it? I, I, I mean, that's got to cost hundreds of dollars. And if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google it. It's also got to be incredibly, incredibly intense. It's like a jackhammer. Intense. Isn't it? I mean, it's like, I feel like, and guys- I don't know. I feel guys like- have the, By the way, guys have this phobia that whenever a woman uses a sex toy, she'll therefore, from that point on, mm-hmm. never be satisfied with just a human, right? Because you can't jackhammer. Where's the lie? I mean, it's, it might be a very legitimate fear, you know? They're like, you know what? What do I really need you for? What I, mean, I feel like is the maybe opposite. Maybe getting stuff off the top shelf. I feel like I feel like uh, it's actually the opposite. I feel like not enough men recognize how replaceable they yeah, are by like, technology. Bro, yeah, you are two D batteries away from hitting the road. Don't really need you. Yeah. All right, I guess they're all USB charging now I don't aye, know. Aye, aye. all right so tell me don't own one myself so would make out make outable pina colada song uh no 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 because it's, too, it's, too, too, it's, it's got a frivolous yeah. it's too got it got too much of a frivolous beat it's not and it it's, is negative it's a, although a, he's trying to paint it as a positive i feel like mm. i feel like he's uh he's, he's there are tears been... there's tears of a clown yeah right like he's like oh this is so great she was gonna cheat on me and find a guy with a better body or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I think he's just like, oh, what a relief. We both like these things. Or is it just hyper-realism where, where here's a guy who is saying, again, relatability. I've been in this relationship for such a long time. It's like, you Well, know, it's real up until the point where they laugh about it. They laugh about it. Yeah, and, no, that would And that tumble into bed. Yeah. Okay, what, what's your last uh, song that you chose for your- well, of course, we have to evoke the patron saint, the brooding patron saint genius of like, of smooth rock. Of course. So, what a fool believes. Oh. And honestly, most of these songs are things fools believe. I think. <laughs> I believe. What a fool believes. I think he said that to Rupert Holmes. He's like, mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, he thinks his girl, you know, is going to go back with him now that they both like uh, a frozen drink. Right. What a fool believes. Yeah. Your, what's your your lyric? All right, I do like this lyric. He came from somewhere back in how long ago. The fool don't see trying hard to recreate what had yet to be created. Once in her life, she musters a smile for his nostalgia. His long ago at the age he was was like six years ago. Yeah. Right? He was a you know, he was probably fifteen at that point. <laughs> so, so your long ago was like high school. Well, right. But everybody but so these are these are songs that are steeped in nostalgia. By the way, so if you're this, not still humming that song in your head, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> everybody is. Know. You know what? Everyone is I mean, because our, our demographic here oh, is yeah, is definitely excuse, is gonna know these well, excuse, know these know excuse these yacht rock. <laughs> but to me, not a making out song. No. No. No, no. Mm-mm. There's not that many makeout songs, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz they're 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 brooding and emotional. Okay, mine, my final one is by Toto. Oh, yes. Well, we love Toto no. or the Flying Monkeys. It, as could, we it could have been any. It could have been any Toto song. I love. I mean, Toto. obviously, Africa. Africa is such a great song. Um, I chose Rosanna because yeah. there's the apocryphal story that it's about Rosanna Arquette, which uh, we're it may into. or may not we're be into. true. Um, the drummer of the band was actually the one who was dating her, not the. Yeah. So it's not as portrayed in, in Yacht the, Rock in, in, the, in, the, in the in the TV video series where the lead singer was trying to win her over. Yeah, right. But it's such a great song, it is and a great song. and there's well, there's something musical that happens. There's this great crescendo that trill. That yeah, where trill. it goes. It, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so musically, I love it, and then my lyric is. Well, now that's good. That's nice, right? It is nice, and I mean, well, he's trying to woo her, and um, and then also trying to say, and also trying. It's sort of like yeah, a lost opportunity. Like he, oh, like he misses her, and now all he wants to do is just hold her tight. Yeah, yeah. She's off banging Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> or it's whoever. A, whoever. No, that was Julianne Phillips. Yeah. But whatever. They're the same person. So they kind of look the same. But that, to me, is my favorite lyric from that song. Yeah, that one, I think. Could be could maybe a make, out make song. that a makeout song. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I think Let me that, know that, how it, that goes. I think that it could be. Yeah. And I feel that like these people who are writing these songs were writing about their own nostalgia. Yeah. And nostalgia is always relatable. Well, for at least that generation, right? I mean. Well, no, but even if, do you, if think you would zoomers say no, it, rela- it's relatable to Zoomers. I think. Well, I don't know if they've had the chance to need nostalgia yet. 
Right. Because they're so young. They're so obsessed with their own and their TikToks. And they're their, young. But yeah. this is what, this time is what they'll be nostalgic for when yeah. they get older. Yeah. They'll look back and go, oh, those were the days. Oh my God, remember when we days. used to throw, you know, catch the woe? <laughs> remember when we used to climb milk crates? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is going on? Mountains? <laughs> like, look, a basic understanding of engineering or physics would know, who had told you that's not safe. In high heels. I mean, that's yeah. crazy. So we discovered that they've, they've sampled pieces of some yacht rock of course because they're great riffs right they really are catchy hooks and Mm -hmm. you know uh so uh obviously the big one is uh warren g uh, regulate. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the Eve so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with 213. So I hooked select on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers put some. So- Okay. Um, what else do you have to say about Yacht Rock, Mark? I feel like Yacht Rock is going to be the new 80s music. So that's going to be leading nostalgia music. All right. Well, I feel, so you think it's it's the new nostalgic I think this is the type. next, it, this is the next wave. And it's been going on for, it's not like, you know, we just discovered Yacht Rock, right? When did they invent the term? Back in the 2005. early 2000s. Yeah. But I feel like it's really kind of, sur- it's surging. It's trending. Maybe, or maybe we just discovered it. Yeah, and maybe. We... <laughs> well, I mean, my world revolves around me, so whatever. I'm, um, the, I'm the 70s Yacht Rock kind of guy. Everything revolves around me. Yeah. It's all about my personal experiences and relationships. All right. Well, everyone, um, I think that's going to be the end of this episode, Mark, because yeah. I, I don't really have any more to add about it. I just think it's so great. It made It makes me feel just good. It's easy. Right. And, and no, no kidding. Uh, when I came up with the idea about Ted Lasso, it's because I was thinking, <laughs> did you know? no, because I didn't mean it as a joke when I said it. I really do think that Ted Lasso. You might have said something like it's kind of like Ted Lasso. No, you didn't. I, I it was did. All me. No, it was all me. You. It was me. But anyway, wow. so um, like I, but I but the the wholesome goodness that is Ted Lasso, I feel is even though some of the the lyrics are fraught and emotional and you know whatever i still feel like there's a there's a cheating, wholesomeness right? you know really minute by minute <laughs> the yacht rock songs will kind of grow on you don't you think <laughs> i mean it's easy to get hooked on that feeling <laughs> i think <laughs> so Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Come sail away with us. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that, everyone. <laughs> Join us on all of our social media. You know where to find us. Facebook, Twitter, Insta, me, Christina Gen X on, on TikTok. And and then after this, listening to this po- podcast, baby, come back. <laughs> come back Any kind week. of fool can see. <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> And you just can't live without me. <laughs> all right. All right. So thank you very much for listening to us each week. We really appreciate it. Sail away, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> wow. Uh, who the fuck? They fired the guy who came up with that idea, I think. Oh, did they? They're like, no. I mean, I'm, I'm just speculating, of course. But So the OnlyFans, for those of you who pretend not to know what it is, is a uh, platform where 
you pay for access to watch short videos by whoever you're subscribing to, and they're quite often naked, right? <laughs> and well, that's and the, the primary active, driver. Actively, actively. Well, naked. some of them are, yeah, naked and uh, actively being naked. Right, they're working their nakedness things. in particular way. And possible Steely Dance. Nice way to. Yeah, you see that little callback joke? Keep it in. It's a sign of a pro. (laughs) Wow. By the way, this is strange, I know, but I often confuse Michael McDonald with uh, the Muppet Band. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like he would have fit right in with Dr. Teeth and the electric, whatever his band was oh my god i don't know why i just for some reason i just associate michael mcdonald with the muppets 